Welcome to the night show, except in the morning radio edition, where we're coming at you sort of live and kind of on your radio each and every morning. It's Monday, February 5th, and we've got an incredible show for you today. We've got announcements, sports updates, Bible with Mick, weather with Rick, and a whole lot more. So buckle up those seatbelts. Don't judge that dial, because remember, today... It's going to be a great day. Let's kick it off with some announcements. Friday is red slash pink day. All schools, so wear your red and pink because we're getting everybody excited for the Valentine's Diner that's going to happen on Saturday. If you like dessert, if you like singing, Saturday is going to be for you. Come out and check out the Valentine's Diner. Purchase tickets uh, you can talk to the front desk, or you can p- purchase them. I think you have to purchase them before you come. Elementary talent show. Do you have talent? Do you have a thing that you can do? Do you sing, play piano, dance? All kinds of great stuff. We want to see your talent. CPA notes for details. But now it's time for the Dicea section of the show. We've got weather with Rick. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cloudy skies with a few showers, high 51, low of 30. But you know, Mr. Holland, unfortunately, my obese parrot just died. But to be honest with you, it's a huge weight off my shoulders. <laughs> All right, now it's time for the most educational part of the show. We have Weird Science Facts. Snails have between 1,000 and 12,000 teeth. Whoa! (laughs) If that doesn't haunt your dreams, nothing will. Thousands of teeth in a snail. I didn't even know they had mouths. I've never been bit by a snail, but it doesn't sound like I would want to because they've got lots of teeth. But, you know, we're going to be seeing all the teeth of these people because they're going to be smiling so big because it's their birthday. Happy birthday, Kimberly, Carol, Brayden, Lucquist, Reed, Sojourn, John, Poole. Happy birthday it to is you. Your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. To you. Hope you're having Happy a fantastic birthday. day. Happy Live it up. It's your birthday. You. I'm excited for you. Birthdays are great. All right, now it's time for sports updates. Varsity basketball boys district tournament tonight at six o'clock. Come on out and support the Knights. All right, now it's time for everybody's favorite monkey. We have Bible with Mick. Good morning, Mr. Holland. Hey, I've got a weird science fact for you. Just like the snails, did you know that there are more than 27,000 kinds of earthworms? Worms are very important to helping plants grow because they tunnel through the soil like a natural tiller and they eat the dead leaves and turn them into nutrient-rich soil. That reminds me of Jonah. Jonah? How do worms remind you of Jonah? 
Well, first I gotta give you some background. See, Jonah was supposed to go tell Nineveh that their wickedness was going to bring judgment upon them. Jonah didn't like the Ninevites, and he definitely didn't want God to give them any chances to repent from their sins, so he got on a boat to Tarshish, traveling the opposite direction. But you can't hide from God. God saw him and sent a horrible storm. Jonah knew it was his fault, and he finally convinced the sailors to throw him overboard. When they did, instantly the water was calmed. God sent a huge fish to swallow Jonah and take him to Nineveh. Three days later, Jonah does as God asks, and all the people of Nineveh repent. But Jonah, for some reason, thinks that God has changed his mind and is going to strike them down anyways. He finds himself a nice viewing place and waits for their destruction. God allowed a plant to grow beside him and shade him. Jonah was so happy with that plant that God gave him. But the next day, God sent a worm to eat the plant so that it withered away and the sun beat down on Jonah to the point that he wished he were dead. He's a bit of a drama king. God used the worm and the plant as an object lesson. He told Jonah, you pity the plant for which you did not labor, nor did you make it grow, which came into being in a night and perished in a night. And should not I pity Nineveh, that great city in which there are more than 120,000 people who do not know their right hand from their left? But then it just ends with a cliffhanger. We never find out if Jonah changed his ways or anything. But what we do learn is that God wants us to love everyone, to show compassion to those who hurt us, and that God can use people, plants, and even worms to show us his will. We just have to be willing to listen and obey. Mm. That's such an important lesson to learn. Listening and obeying. Sometimes things that drive our actions that aren't good. And one of those things that might make you make poor choices is fear. See, fear can be a powerful driver. And God calls us in his word not to be afraid. In 2 Timothy 1, 7, it says, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So when we think about those fruits of the Spirit, fear is not in there. We're supposed to fear the Lord, and that should drive us. But sometimes our fear of not being first will make us fight for the front of the line, and we're afraid that we might miss something, so we act in a way that's not full of power, love, and self-control. Sometimes we're afraid that we won't get the last cookie, and so we're afraid we'll be hungry, and so we fight for that last cookie. And that is not a power, love, and self-control. We may cheat. We may take a shortcut in a race or on an assignment. And because we're afraid, we're afraid we might look bad. We're afraid we won't measure up. And that's not the power of love and self-control because where our confidence is, it's in God. We have to trust that He will provide that whatever place you are in line is just the place that God wants you to be. Whichever cookie you get is the cookie that God 
has for you. It's that place, whatever you get on that test, if you've given your best effort, that is the grade that God has for you. That is your portion, and it is good, and it is well, and we can trust in it. So don't have a spirit of fear that you're not going to be loved, you're not going to be cared for, you're not going to have enough. Because God is your provider, and he promised those things to you. And so you can rest in that. You can have that feeling of power that God gives you through his spirit that you are secure. You can love others generously because you don't have to worry about running out or running out of love. And you can have self-control because you don't have to be afraid that you have to thrash out in anger or in silliness or in frustration. You can rest and have self-control in God. So let that be your spirit today. Don't have a spirit of fear, but have a spirit of abundance because you have an abundant God that loves you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the a spirit of power, of love, and of self-control. But Lord, we ask that you help remove fear, any fear that's not of you. Help us remove it from our hearts and remove it from our lives. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, you have an incredible day ahead of you today. Your teachers have been working so hard preparing lessons. Make sure you thank a teacher. Thank your teacher after every class. Thank them for the lessons that you taught them because they've been working on Bible, science, history, spelling, art, social studies, and a whole lot more. But remember, today is going to be a great day.